I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Check the back seat. Check the back seat. Hi, Check the back seat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the backseat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. With Check Ari West? and Flume. Check West. That's who we got to see. Uh, he's on Perry stage. Check West. Perry. Who? Shaq. Yeah, that's the same place Travis Scott did it, and mm-hmm. he and that's where that's he. Where Chief Keith. Yeah, that's where Chance was at his first time at yeah. Lala was Perry Stage. Yeah, that's where Travis got banned. Yeah, no, I remember. Yeah, <laughs> you guys are planning your Lala Palooza weekend. Yes, planning the schedule, the lineup every okay. day. All right, uh, I'd like to hear about this. Let's do the tangent. It's Fred and Angie's the tangent, giving you all the sh- we couldn't talk about on air. All right, Lala is this weekend. Uh, I've only committed to one act. <laughs> I only have tickets to one day, and I've only committed to one act. And by tickets, I mean ticket. <laughs> ticket. You have a single day? I don't even know what I have. I don't even. I'm not clear. But I, I was told I can. I will be able to access the place on Sunday. Where's your, ticket, where's your ticket coming from? Uh, somebody here. You probably, Jim, you probably got a Ford AGA. I don't think I did. Jimmy Jam was working on it, and then, and then I think he was deferring to Jason Brown, who was then stuck with it. So I don't know. I have no idea. We'll see. But I'm going to Casey Musgraves. Damn it! Damn now, it! Now, are you gonna be are you gonna be mad at me if uh, for some reason I I get to see Casey Musgraves on Saturday night and, and then yeah, and then you don't, and then go, don't go to don't Lala? Go. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because then you're not committing to your festival sphere, which I know you hate crowds and all of that. So it's going to be kind of interesting that you overcame that. I think the exposure therapy is a good exercise. Okay. I don't like crowds, and which it's why I typically don't go to these things, because I don't like crowds, yes? Can you tell me right now, do you already have access to Saturday? No, no, but it's on the table. Yeah. It's on the I table. I feel like that's where, if you're going to meet her, it's going to be on Saturday. I, I would Smaller pre- venue. I would prefer to see her Saturday yeah. because of the venue, yeah. because of the size of the venue, mm-hmm. um, but I do love, because she's more of an intimate performer. I do love the whole atmosphere of the collective huge crowd of people that are all like, experiencing this together. It's part of the reason I like festivals. The energy. If you go on Saturday and you meet her, this is where you got to be like, oh, I'm going to see you tomorrow too. And then you get a special invite to be like, hey. Yeah, right. She'll be like, yeah, that's cool. Come side stage. You and 50,000 other people. I've watched Lord at side stage. It's pretty cool. I don't, I'm not a, I'm not a side stage fan because you're not really experiencing the show. It's kind of like, you're oh, I don't need to be among. I don't need to be crammed up against <laughs> some barrier to, to really experience the you show. You don't get to you see facial expressions or any like you're off to the side. You know, I don't. I don't. It's not my favorite. I'd yeah. rather be in the crowd. No, I, I. I think Lala's cool, and I think it. I think what's really cool is 
I know some of the people, and then there are a bunch I don't know, so it would be cool to roll up on. That's what I used to do with ACLs. I'd go roll, rolling up on a stage and be like, this is really good. I didn't know who this was. Yeah. Like it, like I, that and then a I, year later, those people become big right, stars. And, I and like you're that. like, oh, I saw them a year ago. Mm-hmm. Before. But I, I've grown to have a, I always have, I've always had it, but I've grown, I think Zilker Park may be bigger than Grand Park. I'm not sure. But anyway, I've grown to have a distaste for the crowds. And, you can, uh, there's like space. You're not going to be like chest to chest with yeah, somebody. There's it's not definitely... elbow to elbow. Yeah. But I'll just drink a lot. And then uh, our friend uh, Becky with Cheesies has already uh, tweeted us this morning yep. saying that we Bex. we can eat all we want. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah. And then I have a friend who's actually quote unquote selling beer. Uh, and oh, so yeah. that nice. means free beer. So I'm not mad about it. I'm you not mad about it at all. Especially if you go see Casey on Saturday, then your Lala experience on Sunday should just be all over the place. Yeah, because I don't have to necessarily. Exactly. I already you don't saw have her. to see yeah. her again. So you could spend a lot of time, like go all day and just see a bunch of bands and artists that you would not rather see on the regular. Yeah. You gotta go, man. I'm reading this story on Daily Mail. Um, a woman from California met this guy on a fishing trip. After days of texting, he offered to come over and cook dinner for her, but she was busy. He then explained that he needed a place to stay and was mad when she refused. Jackie said that she wasn't in a stable place for a relationship, but then he called her greeting. She shared the text conversation on Facebook where she referred to him as a hobosexual, meaning that he <laughs> is a hobo, meaning he didn't have a place to live. Um, That's funny. She says to him, I mean, you don't have anywhere to live and no job. I'm not trying to be a, it's, it's blurred out, I think, bitch, but I'm just saying you're not, you're not really in a place to pursue a relationship, which is what I'm looking for. And the guy writes back, you have to have a house and a job to have a relationship. And then he tries <laughs> to guilt her by saying, I guess I thought maybe you liked me for me, not for what I could provide. Such as women, gimme, gimme. No, I think what she's saying is us meeting and, and dating or whatever is not predicated on me providing a place for you to live. Like you don't get to move in like... And they just met. They Who just met. So, right. so there are a lot of issues here. One, are you only really interested in me because you need a place to live? And then why am I supposed to provide that for you? And why is she? Why would she be considered a bad person for not wanting to date a guy who doesn't have seem to have his act together right now? Like, I, I think that... I, I wouldn't. I don't think that makes me a bad person. Not at all. It's not my job to care for you and provide for you. Like, I don't even know you it's like, like that l- Let's face it. The dating game is all judgment. It's all judgment till it's not. I mean, it, once you begin to develop feelings for somebody, then there are aspects of them that they that you may forgive down the road. I mean, if you date someone who you're crazy about and they lose their job and you have to help support them, if you really love them and you believe that they're sincere and that they're on, you know, having a hard time, well, then you might do that. But you don't have to do that for somebody off the bat. That doesn't make no, you a bad person because not you're all. not gonna because you can't open up your wallet in your home to a bunch of strangers. Go get a job. Stop, stop yeah. mooching off people. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't like that. That that he tried to spin that into some sort of a materialistic thing on her part. It's. I don't think it's unfair that, that when you meet someone, you want them to have some form of gainful employment and a, a place to live. That's like not to your know, house. I'd like to know the person that is going to live with me before I let them live with me. No, <laughs> she, I, I, she doesn't really know him. Yeah. It's crazy talk. Um. So you know, my sister's getting married in a few months, and it's been pretty, from what I understand, fairly drama free. I mean, I think I, I, it's an interesting thing because I, I, I kind of wonder, and my, my, my sister and my parents all have the best intentions, but sometimes I wonder, is this, about, is this about keeping up with appearances? Is this about having things and having an event that's worthy of the other ones that you've been to? Is this about presenting an image? 
um, in some ways because it's a lot, a lot, a lot of money for a lot of details that I just don't think people remember. I mean, the bride I, and groom will remember. Oh it. yeah, but that, the, those but are the only people but, that matter. But, but but they don't need to spend uh, the amount of money that's being spent um, for that. I mean, because I feel like it, the cost the cost of creating a memory for the bride and groom doesn't have to be the cost of entertaining a hundred people. But you they know what I'm saying? To, so I mean, it is a lot of work. It is a lot of money. But if they think that it's worth it, and if they but want that's what that I'm memory, saying is, are their priorities based on the fact that they themselves want to be able to provide a three-course meal of these various items and that they... Because to be really honest, the more I talk to them, their priority is really on the alcohol and the music. Right. That's the most important part. But but the money is being spent on the venue and the food yeah. and the accoutrement and the, flo- and the floral well, and the to- pictures and the video and all these other things. I, I, the more that I really like get down, and I'm not judging my sister or whatever. I mean, she's doing the best she can, but the more that we talk about it, I mean, she would love to have a great band, good booze, and a great photographer. And that would be the end of it. But that's not what the, that's not where the budget is directed. Well, you can't have just a wedding of band food or band photographer booze. Sure you could. But, you, you skimp on the venue then, or 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 you 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 go low key on other aspects of it, and the and you have that. Most expensive part is the food and the venue. Mm-hmm. There's right, no way it, there's no way around. Oh, that. I think there is though. I think you then don't have it in. Where do you a, have it in a park somewhere? Maybe like, you know, I mean, you call them Bill's Grill over here. Hey, I'm just I'm just saying. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> I'm just saying the numbers are staggering. And I'm looking at this article right now. The average cost of getting married in the U.S. thirty-eight thousand dollars. That's about according right. According to Wedding Wire, this includes the price for an engagement. This includes, by the way, on in this average, the ring, the oh, honeymoon, no. No. and the ceremony and the reception. That was not no. Um, and how much it costs to get married depends on location. If you have multiple celebrations, and mm-hmm. largely if you fall victim to the pressure of having an Instagram-worthy wedding. Um, because I guess that's the thing is that everybody these days wants to have this this wedding that people want to take pictures of and share with other people, which I think really defeats the purpose, right? Then it's no longer about really the fundamentals of the relationship or the or 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 the experience. Well, then it's why about have a wedding about, at all? I mean, if that's like a, yeah. you know, like why have a wedding at all? Then you could just go down and get married at the courthouse if that's it's, well, all because it's about. that's not really an argument it's because a, your friends aren't a part of that, and and there are witnesses and family, and it's not an experience. But I guess what I'm saying is, I feel like when I see how it breaks out financially. I think you could have a really amazing experience without doing it the traditional way, which is a racket. It's a racket. These guys know what they're doing. I mean, venues that cost. Oh yeah, it's I don't want to get into their. Bu- totally I don't want to get racket. into the budget because it's a it's a it's a lot. It's totally a racket. But I'll tell you, it's not nearly what uh, some of her friends have spent. And I, but what I feel like is happening though, and it's human nature is that some of her friends will be attending this wedding whose weddings we've already been to and, and my parents judgy. and my sister don't want to have an experience that looks like or feels like less than what other people have no done. No matter sure. what kind There's, of event you throw, you're going to get judged based on the events, the details, the experience. Mm-hmm. If I have a party at my house for the 4th of July, I'm going to get judged based on the music, based on the food, based on the people that are there. It's just the way it goes. No, I understand that it's human nature. And I, I don't judge that. I'm not and, I'm not criticizing them for it. You, you just but want it, people to have the best time. But you're too. getting away from the point, you know, when you when you fall victim to that, which most people do. And I, I get it. I just um thirty eight thousand I should send this to my but mom. You're spending <laughs> your it's like it's a 
you know, once in a lifetime moment for a lot of people. Yeah. And it's, they want to celebrate with everyone. They're just throwing the biggest party they can. The because, best party they yeah, can. And it's like, that'll, like, I remember my wedding day, the whole thing. You totally. Know what I'm saying? Front and, to and back. And like, people still say, like, oh man, like relatives of mine and relatives of Jess would be like, man, that was the best wedding I've ever been to. Like, I remember everything. It was so much fun. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, it's, it's, it's not just for us, but it's also, for everyone that's for invited. You, for the you people that love you. That yeah. support, I mean, because you invite the people to your wedding that are going to support your relationship, yeah. that love you, that, you know, all mm-hmm. that stuff. So you want to take care of them and show them a good time and you're all celebrating together. Yeah. It's not just about me and my husband. It's yeah. about my the people I love that I've grown and up with whole, and my the whole, family. The whole process of it, of finding the venue, picking the food, picking the flowers, picking the DJ. It's all part of the, the experience of it all. And I feel... Like, like you would plan any party. Yeah, and it's just that, I, I, yeah, I guess weddings can get super expensive, but it's, like, if you stay within your budget, yeah, we cut corners at some points, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We save money by doing this, by doing it ourselves, instead of paying for it. And it, it still turns out, you know, you it's like, it makes that even more special, because I it's just like, think like, you did it yourself. Yeah. And this is, this is you know, fanciful, of course, but like, $38,000, I mean, imagine if people spent half that, and then spent the other half on paying down their debt, or, or, or a down payment towards a down payment on a house or something like that. I mean, if the focus shifted from a lot of this Instagram materialism to um, some something that's more sensible, because to tell me you can't have fun for less than $38,000, uh, I wouldn't believe you. And I guess that's my point. Uh, and to, t- to say that my sister and her friends can't have fun for a whole lot less than what they're spending, well, I don't mm-hmm. believe. Now, look, she's my sister, down in my backyard and she can and have, have fun. I want her to have anything she wants within reason. I want her to have the best day. So if that's what it is, fine, so be it. I I just circle back to the point, and this is what this article about the Instagram wedding is about how much of this is really about what they would do and what represents their relationship. I mean, these two met at a dive bar, the diviest of dive bars, right? So and and they're not um they're not fancy people. You know, they're they're actually very um um humble, reasonable people. So I just wonder how much of this is about um keeping up with the Joneses and about image uh versus what would really be the best representation of, of their relationship and what would be the most fun? I wish I could have had like a no budget wedding where I could have just really gone extra, mm-hmm. extra. I would have done it. <laughs> like, you know, if money wasn't an object, I would have had the most obnoxious wedding of all time. But I'm not gonna we have all a have wedding. a budget. I'm not going to have a wedding. You oh, say that, you but say watch. That. Try to convince whoever you're going to marry that you, you're not having a wedding. I'm 38 years old. At this point, the odds of me marrying somebody who's already been married or who sort of doesn't give a shit anymore is pretty good. And so, and especially it, in the case of somebody who's already been married, my guess is that person's not going to want all the same shit that they had the first time around. I, I think that's Everybody a, I think that's a fair assumption. I think that's a fair assumption. Maybe their first wedding was a disaster and their first marriage mm-hmm. was a disaster and they want to like... This is the one. Or, like yeah. you're the guy, and I really want to like do it right this time. Well, I've shared this before. The other problem is at this point in my life, there are too many people who think they should be there. I mean, I'll be honest. I, I see people get married on Facebook who, who I've known for a long time, and I'm like, wait a minute, why? What? I wasn't invited to that. Like, how was I not invited to that? Like, even me, I'm guilty of that. I've, dude, I, I was there when you met that person, but I don't talk to that person anymore. Exactly. That's but yet why I, it happens. I know, but I yet I still would have thought, well, I should have made that list. And I know that when I get married someday, there are going to be a lot of people going, well, why didn't he call me? Why wasn't I invited? And the fact is, I know enough people now. I know enough people 
well enough, then my wedding would be like 300 people. I can't do it. And that's where you save money by not inviting 300 people. Well, mm-hmm. that's where I don't have a wedding at all so that people can be, and I go elope, and then people can't be like, well. Who cares what other people think? Oh, come on. Who cares? That's not a realistic. It's, it's your wedding day. It's, yeah. It's your well, you're wedding. The one who, you're the one who just said that you want to, you don't want to be judged and you want to give everyone this great experience. So care. you do care what I people don't think. Be of judged, course we do. No, no, no. I want the people that I invite to my wedding to have the experience. And yes, everybody's going to judge. I want them to have the greatest experience. If I don't invite you to my wedding, I don't care what you think of my mm-hmm. wedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I again, it's those fringe people whose feelings I wouldn't want to hurt. Um, Fuck and I the think fringe. It's, yeah, <laughs> Fuck the I, fringe. I, I, like, I, I you care. Have- and I don't want to hear about it. Um, and I don't want to be... Then there are other people who I think I would be obligated to invite... Yeah. Because of their involvement in my life. And I don't want them there either. There's some people that are an obligation. And you know what I'm talking about. It's, not, sure. it's not necessarily the people who think they should be there who shouldn't. It's the people who who, who you're supposed to invite mm-hmm. because they're in close proximity to you, but who you don't actually want to be there. I've often, I found at least with the, a lot of people that I was obligated to invite but wouldn't really hang out with in real life, those people didn't come anyway because they knew they were getting the obligatory invitation. Mm. Yeah, it could be. So I think people know where they stand with you usually. <laughs> so Plus, honestly, um, I would rather spend $38,000 on my, on my wife, my future wife and myself on the most amazing. Because let's talk about what you're really going to remember. What you're really going to remember is the honeymoon. And what you did, and uh, if, if you make it memorable, and I, I'm just saying, for 38 grand, I, I look, I'll rent out a bar, um, a nice place, get some food, all you can drink for like 10 grand, and then I'll take 20 grand, and I'll go spend it on or 30 grand, because we're talking about almost 40 average budget. I'll take 30 grand and go on the most the dopest 10-day trip you've ever heard of in your fucking life, and you'll never forget that. I would love to see you find a place for 10 grand with a bar and food and drinks. You don't think that, (laughs) wait a minute, you don't think for $10,000 I can find a place where everybody can get drunk and have a good time? And eat for 300 people? And food? No, fuck 300 people. You're saying 300, (laughs) though. absolutely. I'm I'm saying there are 300 people who think they should be there. No, 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 no. I could throw a dope party that people would have, where people would have a good time for $10,000. One night, a few hours, $10,000. It's not going to be fancy, but it's going to be fun. How many people? 100 people. Because the booze gets pricey. Yeah, sure. 100 people? So that means you're only inviting. Open bar. No, no. You're only inviting 25 people plus their guest, and so is she. So you are only going to invite 25 people plus one? Yeah, probably. (laughs) Well, that is where I say good luck. If, I, if I'm invited, well, I, am, this is my point. I am drinking that budget over 10 grand. This is my point, though. <laughs> You're this, not this. invited. He only gets 25 people. That's his family. Oh, damn. Um, no. No. No way. He's got no cousins. He's got no... I don't have, no, my family <laughs> No uncles. He's my, got my, five core people I, in his family. I can cover my family in 10 people. Okay. Um, and, we and, got Kurt. We got <laughs> Miranda. No, he can't, he can't invite hot, Mar- hot no, ass Miranda. Miranda, no Miranda will be on, Casey, on Casey's side because <laughs> she works with Casey, so that's that's her fucking problem. Oh, <laughs> Tom. Oh, Tom's not coming. Dick, Tom and I Harry. had a falling out. Dick and Harry are definitely going to be there. You do have a Kurt and a Greg that would go. There's a Kurt. Yeah. There's a Tom. There's a Trevor. And, and you there's have to a remember Greg. There's a, plus there is a Bruce. They uh-huh. have so a plus five because they have a wife. No, okay, that's so, 10. so look, so we're at 15 perhaps, because perhaps, family. perhaps we'll have to expand to 15. Maybe we even expand to 20 for so this party 15, that I'm talking about. And so you have 10000 dollars. <laughs> I'm talking about, or twenty thousand dollars. The point is <laughs> that if the budget's forty, 
I could split it in half, and the thing that would be the most beneficial for my relationship to truly celebrate would be the fuck fest that I'm going to pay twenty thousand oh! dollars for. We'll see. Oh what, my! We'll God. see what your wife, who's been dying for her wedding her whole life, says about that. Well. <laughs> and 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 maybe I marry somebody who's never had a wedding, and that's what she wants, and that's what she'll get. But I, I I'm telling you, the odds would would reflect someone who, at this point in our lives, is a little less focused on all of that and has a lot of the same issues with it that I do. It's materialist, it, materialistic, and it's it's messy. The older you get, the messier it becomes because because you got just that many more people in your lives and you your got that circle. much more money though well that's spend. true so. and you're that much more sensible about it because you know how fucking hard it is to make it do you get a plus one to your sister's wedding are you bringing someone i do and uh, <gasps> that's interesting i'm i'm unlikely to do that that would be a big i mean unless that's i start a lot, unless still, i start you're, dating you're somebody still, uh, doing the I'm officiating, ceremony. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. If he brings a girl to his sister's wedding, his mother is going to think they're getting married. That's the most concentrated um the most concentrated group of people I love maybe that's ever been assembled. That would have to be very serious. And so if I don't start dating somebody pretty soon, then I probably wouldn't even ask that person to come yeah, with that's me because I think it's too much. I think it would be too. Don't you think it'd be too much? Yes. Yeah, be because it's your sister's wedding. It's your sister's wedding. Your whole family. Your mom. You won't, yeah. you won't yeah. even have time to spend with this person. Yeah, either. but what if? Um, because you said there were a few family friends who couldn't get invited. Do you have any girlfriends who like think they should have been there that weren't invited? You could take one of those. Yeah, I, I could. I but but again, this isn't a situation where I'm worried about not having a plus one because I know every single person is going to be there. Yeah, if you don't want one, you know, but so it's that, all, yeah, and you have to be careful because that sends a message to your family that you're serious about whoever you bring because it's your sister's wedding and your whole family's. There. I think more importantly, it would send a message to the person. Um, I uh, think that my, too. I think my family at this too. point is is so afraid to spook anybody off that mm-hmm. they're the, the, they're playing it cool. Yeah, whoever um, you bring will think that you're I, very serious. Yeah, I about think more them. important would be I'd have to really feel like yep. you do understand that this is an event that's been planned for, for some time, and you happen to be here, and I care about you enough that I want you to go. But like, let's not read too far into it. That's a tricky conversation That'll to have make with you somebody. Feel good. <laughs> well, but I don't know. Is that is that a better is that better to have that conversation with someone than allow them to sort of get wrapped up in the moment? Is it better to say, "Hey, I just think maybe we should assess where we're at." Is that a fair thing to do? I mean, I'm, I'm thinking out loud here. I, I've never it's really probably thought better about better to not bring somebody to such a serious I'll go with family you. occasion you unless you're serious about them. Yes, I'll bring Rufio. A friend, though, I think you could bring. Yeah. I don't uh, understand if the friend already knows the family. Yeah. Rufio would be a great time. You know, I'll put you to work. You can be one of those guys like you were in high school where you go out and make people dance. <laughs> what do they call those people? The, the, party was, starters. Yeah, party starters. Bottle, I'll make you a poppers. party. Yeah. All right, Rubio's out there. Ready right. to go. Hey, yeah. man, the you, dance floor will be jumping. It will be. Are you going to put out? It will huh? be. Because why take a wedding date if you're not going to no, put out? He, of course he will. He's a very generous lover. <laughs> uh, well, this was an interesting conversation. <laughs> By the way, I'm not sending this article to my mom about the $38,000 budget average, um, which, by the way, is a tremendous amount of money because she'll then send it to my sister and be like, see, you know, look, we're doing better than that. But don't start. Exactly. That's what will happen. My mom will not be able to keep her mouth shut. And then my sister will call me and be like, thanks, asshole. Don't start. none. I'm staying. I learned very early on that I need to stay completely out of this. My opinion does not matter marry them exactly get drunk do what i'm told that's it and i want her to have the best day ever i really do and if it costs 12 dollars or it costs a million dollars and and everyone's okay with it then then they should do that but it really seeing like the, the line by line budget of what this thing costs it really makes me think about what's important to me and what and where i'd want to put my money especially because i'm probably paying for it now 
Mm-hmm. We paid for ours. So that means, mm-hmm. and I know how hard it is to put the money in the bank. So now I'm like, wait a minute. What's really important here? Because, like, shit ain't easy out here on these streets. Not easy. <laughs> um, hey, thanks for listening. Another episode of The Tangent, our uh, off-air uncensored podcast. A little bonus content for you. Be sure and subscribe and like and tell your friends, and we'll do it again next week. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council.